What's up, Dr. Lee? It's all good, Mr. Miles. Glad to have you here. Thank you, sir. Why was he late? Guess he overslept. Well, why didn't you wake him? I'm not his mother, sir. I asked Mr. Miles why his roommate was late. He says he guesses he overslept. I asked why didn't you wake him, and he says he is not his mother. Section leaders, what is our concept? One band, one sound. One band, one sound. When one of us is late, we are all late. When one of us looks or sounds bad, we all look and sound bad. So what's the concept? One band, one sound. I want 10 laps from all those who are not their roommate's mama.
put 400,000 to rock behind me You got to pay 15k just to sit beside me I'm on the grind, I ain't even gotta go outside for you see me shine Real niggas wanna give me five Cute the pie, wanna come and say hi Play Haley wanna see me die, but he can't stop me, nigga, I'm alive 45 shoot 13 times, ain't case shit, it don't take lies And your main girl on my line, I just want I ain't never seen the bitch so fine She got her own Man, that's trap god right there. Hey yo, them three songs was heat. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. That that you got served joint. I used to get off on the no no no. <laughs> I used to get off on that. Yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 106. It's yes, the Park sir. Live episode. 106 in Park Live. That's the, that, When we did 106, if you grew up on 106 in Park, they used to be like, 106, when, you, when they performed? Yes, man. And look, that was before Twitter, that was before Instagram, that was before anything low-key. That's when we kind of got our gauge for like the music videos. If you don't know what 106 in Park was... The top 10 music video countdown. That's Man. when music videos really Mattered. gave a yeah. fuck. You know what I'm saying? Wow, how dope would it be to have some shit like that these days? And you know what I thought about? Exactly. But it would be tough. Yeah. Because how are you going to get people to watch? Television is tough nowadays, especially when you got to battle the internet. Yeah. But I was watching Lil Wayne, 106 in part, where he was doing the call me so I can get it, use it for ya. Call me so so I can get it. You sit by let me. Remember that joint? That song was fire. <laughs> that song was so fire when it came out. I just recently listened to that Mona Lisa joint with him and Kendrick. Fire. That hey, joint is art. The best one on I'm 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 on record for saying this. The best one on six and park performance was when Genuine, this man, they brought this man out on a stretcher. And the crowd didn't know they thought it was something wrong with him. Even though it was nothing wrong with him. But back then, <laughs> me. I thought it was something wrong with him. They revived this man, and this man started performing. That was legendary. Look, I tried to show somebody who didn't watch 106 and back then. I said, yeah. you don't know how legendary this was. <laughs> what do you think the best host was? Best host, easy, AJ and free. That's the blueprint. When Bow yeah. and Roxy got, I mean, when Terrence and Roxy got on there, I love her. Hey, speaking of Roxy, she been, she been, she been killing the gram. She been Roxy killing the gram. fire, man. Still she fire. Had. But even back then. Uh, AJ and Free. That was the best 106 in Park host back then. I mean, they was the blueprint. I don't know what it was about Terrence, Jay, and Roxy. I mean, they was cool, but we always was like, okay, this is a good replacement for AJ and Free, but I don't know. I it's, feel like, I feel like, um, Bow Wow was Mr. 106 at one point. Nah, yeah, he was. He was definitely, it was definitely lit because he was in the industry. Uh-huh. He bought some good... That's Energy when he really started flexing his in interview wings. Remember when Bow Wow was hosting the Grammys or what was it, the Oscars or something, like the red carpet, and they kept telling him they was going to switch, and he kept, he kept had doing to the keep little, it going. <laughs> he had to keep it going. 
That was embarrassing, but that shit is tough. You have no idea how tough that is to try to enter, to try to entertain everybody and the cameras on you. All right, let me go to. Hey, hey what you doing, Diddy? What, what you doing? It's because he kept, he kept having to say back to you. All right, I guess we. I guess not. <laughs> That's the worst. Was that probably that was probably BET? Probably probably. But um, I don't remember Bow Wow hosting nothing like the Grammys or the Oscars. It was some Rick. I was probably it was probably something. Who knows? But music videos are in a tough spot, bro. I think so. When it comes to like a show. Yeah, like I watched that nephew, uh, uh, Ankh and Foo. Ankh and Foo. <laughs> Cake, uh, Quavo, and Take All's video. That joint has some major production behind it. You could tell just watching it. But I'm like, damn, how many people are really going to see this and give a fuck? I know. Like I remember when music videos started to take that turn towards a cinematic look. And it was like, yo, damn, this is like a movie, you like. Like, speaking of Omarion. Do you remember the girlfriend video where they kidnapped Omarion, beat his ass, had him tied up in a chair, and then B2K had to come and save him? Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. That yeah. was lit. That was back when music <laughs> videos wasn't that cinematic, you know? Yeah. Even though music videos, y'all like always been, but I mean, now, I feel like people don't give a fuck about the cinematic aspect of mu music videos. Yeah. Now it's just do cool shit. Like Cole Bennett and some of the people that are still like trying to do some dope shit behind the camera. But most people just chill. Yeah. How about the 16 pass of the GTG5? That's not a challenge. Yeah. And I was going to tell you that, uh, speaking of Cole Bennett, that chance to rap a new track, a lot of people have been hitting me about that. That joint is fire. And the music video for that joint was Jot Fire. Yeah. The Joy Badass Chance the Rapper joint. I like, I mean, some of the things that Chance the Rapper does, even to this day, kind of make me feel like, uh. But that song, I think he's making a little bit of a musical comeback. But I wonder he what the that, He went on no. Jesus, 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 I love my wife and Jesus. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That joint was actually legit. Right, I was going to ask you, what do you think is the future of music videos? Do you think that music videos are going to be like CDs where people just stop doing videos? Um, music videos won't die as long as Beyonce is alive. Never forget. Come on, man. Never forget the person that... Think about it. But you know what I mean. I mean, like, as a medium. I mean, Beyonce can come out and sell CDs and everybody will buy CDs, but CDs as a, as a... You know what I'm saying? Something to be profitable is just gone now. People don't yeah. even sell CDs. I think music videos are going to always be around because they're good for your charisma. They're good to sell your character, your yeah. the artist. Like, you need music videos to figure out who the fuck you listening to. Do you with Instagram and Twitter? Instagram showing all of the shit, TikTok. You see how the, uh, the people are doing Instagram vlogs now? Did you see Quavo's vlog? Hopped off the jet. They said they need me in Chicago. We gone. <laughs> you didn't see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. That sound like most me. people are doing little Instagram mini vlogs. Like this morning, I woke up, made some, you know, what I'm saying eggs. Did this? Then I went here. You haven't seen those? I wow, seen see, it. that's the newest. That to I've me been is seeing the, newest the cringy joints. The if the let me just tell you this, and now you got some unsolicited hate. We're gonna start on that. Yeah, unsolicited hate, not for. Oh no, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about this one thing. When Wait For You came out, I thought it was cool. Everybody was like, oh my God, that Wait For You track. Can't wait for you to listen to that Wait For You track. That shit was fire. It was a cool track. I wasn't like crazy about it like everybody else. It was good. Now we have the Tim's Audio. The higher joint. If, like just the not the sample joint. Because of Instagram. If I never have to hear that song ever again in my life, I will be completely fine because that shit has ran its course 
please, there is so much music to use, but everybody wants to use their drink. And then think about it. What is the question she asked? If the world was ending, would you cry or would you come and get me? Let's Tell just me talk now. about that. I got some hate. That's some annoying ass shit that your girl asks you to fuck up the whole shit. Yeah, that's like your girl saying, would you still love me if I look like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fellas, you, you have to say no to those questions. No. You have to say no. I wouldn't even have looked your way. Your girl will set you up. Would you love shit? me if I was a beetle? No. <laughs> <laughs> What'd this look like? Speaking of randomly, remember B movie? That movie was sick. How? B movie was incredible. Woman with all of that ass fucking with the B, and they made sure she had ass. Y'all are weird. We're weird. They made the movie. Y'all are weird. All y'all that look at Miss Cre Miss Incredible and be like, "Oh ass, something is wrong with you, niggas." It's a cartoon. Why did y'all give a cartoon ass? Terrence, it's just a cartoon. I wasn't looking at that when I was a kid, but now that we old, it's like. This is kind of freaky. In B-movie, he was talking to that joint, trying to mack on her. She was a little... She was, she was wild and talking she to her. She was faking on her, her date for the B. <laughs> Sick. But you know what? We ain't going to say nothing about that. But let it have been a man trying to talk to a female B. It would have never got past the screen. It would have never Parents got past pre-production. Because look... Because that's just even we more was, Look, we were talking about it on Stranger Things. How Mike Mother was all over... In season three, Mike Mother was all over... The lifeguard, lifeguard dude. Billy. Yeah. What's up? It was some cringy, weird shit. It's like y'all old ass women. Now let it have been men lusting over the lifeguard, the Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah, I. Right. Yeah, see, nah. But I'm going to throw you another curveball. Let B movie had uh, it been a, somebody that would have been, uh, look, y'all cool with all the ass unless some gay shit come up. Then it's, we got to think about the kids. Nah, you're right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I be getting caught up in some shit like that. Nah, you're right. <laughs> nah, I mean, you got a point. I'm not saying that I approve of it. I'm saying that that shit was kind of off. Nah, you pointed out that the B-movie chick had ass. But I was talking about how it was off. Because what were we talking about before that? This dumbass nigga, man. This nigga bought up B-movie and said, that was sick. She had ass. Because <laughs> we were talking about something else. I said, damn, he was talking to a B. What were we talking about before you randomly brought up B-movie? Oh, we was talking about that wait for you, Dre. How your girl would ask you a dumbass question. Okay, yeah. Would you love me if I was a Beatle? But look, the, the wait for you hate has to go out the window, man. That's such a fire song. that You, you know a, a song is fire when they play it out. And wait for you, I can admit, has been played out because Instagram is absolutely, and this is the first thing that I wanted to start with. The Instagram, Instagram, and I'm not going to say TikTok because I was on TikTok for a good while the last mm -hmm. two days. TikTok is way more creative and diverse it is. as far as the content than Instagram. Instagram is such repetitive. It's so repetitive that it's jaw-like depressing in a way. Yeah. Like, damn. I told her, it's not even getting creative anymore. Like, we've said this before. We're going to say it again. Waking up, making your bed, straightening your sheets. I don't want to see another one of these reels. The nigga wakes up. Makes his bed, lights a candle. I swear to God, on my, on my mother, you niggas are not lighting candles. You're not. The first thing you do is light a candle. Look, these niggas take everything off the table. They wipe it down. You niggas are not doing this every day. Mm -hmm. You're doing this shit for the video. You're doing it for the video. And look, we all know. And then another the thing fake is fake ass yoga. I'm going to sit here and stretch real quick. 
Fake ass reading. Fake ass reading. So you mean to tell me you set your phone up, hit record, got the book, sat back, read a couple pages, got up and stopped the camera, and, and you went back to read more? No. <laughs> and then you niggas, I, pay attention to the pages niggas on. Niggas never on the beginning, never on the end. Always crispy in the middle. Nah, that's true. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, even me. I feel like this. A lot of the things that are on Instagram now are people, and a lot of the content that's being made now, period, are just people recreating what they saw already. I'm going to give you an example, my most recent example. You see the joint with the roaches? Where it's like, when you about to kill a roach, but they make a group. Oh, yeah, And the people act like they about to kill it and be like, yeah. (laughs) The fact that I've already seen somebody else do it, and then now I'm seeing you do it, or... You know what I'm saying? You mm. see so many variations of the same exact content just with a different face. It's like we looking at, it's like Instagram is like this big audition video. Remember, we but, used to have audition reels, me and Terrell used to look at, where mm-hmm. people would just be, we watched four or five different people say the same lines to yep. pick who you want in your movie. That's the content that we now look at. But that started on TikTok. But TikTok is just more creative with it. And if your joint is whack, it won't pop. I'm not even speaking on Instagram when I say that. I'm just saying that 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 level of content creation is very annoying to me now. The fact that you get online and then you see everybody making the same content. It is. I, I think the the sounds. It's so much music out there. But that, people want to do what's trending so they can go viral. That's what it's about. Yeah, because first you go viral, then you go digital, <laughs> then they get critical. Yeah, what a but fire song. That shit is super annoying. Honestly, I be trying to stay off that Reels page. I try to stay off the Reels page too, but low key, Reels is taking over Instagram. Mm-hmm. And like you know, Instagram is showing all suggested posts now and stuff like that. It's really nothing you can do. And this girl on Twitter was talking about how Instagram is also full of luxury now. You know? Yep. People only post in luxurious shit, and it can be depressing because everybody's not. Vibing or rocking luxury yeah, shit. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's, it turns into a look at look at this expensive ass thing that I got. Yeah. Look at why. this expensive ass this. Look at me mm-hmm. on a trip. Otherwise, I'm not posting. Yep. I know a girl that only posts when she in Dubai. When do you come home? Do you live in Dubai? Are you gonna come out with a post that says I now live in Dubai? <laughs> Cause that'll be like, all right, bet. She, all right, bet. Sense. she live in Dubai. But like it's like people are so eager to show how different they are by with like a, with like a monetary difference. Yeah, Instagram has lost its humanity, and it one hundred. It started. I hate to have to say this because it makes you sound like an old ass nigga, but for those of us that was on Instagram before they let Android niggas get Instagram, back when it was an iPhone. Even when they brought Android, you can't shit on Android niggas. We, nah, we had a period where everybody was on their chilling. But I'm talking about going even the back as far as possible. Yeah. Because Android niggas brought ghetto shit. Facts. Sorry, Android niggas, because whatever. But back then, I have, I could go back through my archives and have a picture of my breakfast on my page. Nine likes, eight likes. Yeah. But it was, that's the type of shit that you posted. It was more personable. It was more human. You yeah. would post, when, when niggas graduated from high school, yeah. they was posting they shit. Like yeah. it was, it was chill. 
You can post your knees at the ceremony, you know what I'm saying? And you About know what? Walk up. I think we had the last old nigga prom, 2012. 100. Because the class of 2013, when they graduated, they had like they was Louis. Yeah. Louis. And then they was driving, pull up, and our niggas started pulling up in the, they started wearing the real tailored suits. The real nice looking suits. Not the men's warehouse joint that you just got measured over the shoulder or for an outcase, the fucking form. And what we get? We got from? our shit from Harold, Harold Penner. Fucking fat daddy kings of comedy drinks that we had. Yeah, I had, a, I definitely had on the D.L. Hughley kings <laughs> of comedy joint. <laughs> Looked ridiculous for prom. And my parents did not give a fuck. Yeah. What? Man. Just to stay on base with what But that's saying. what I'm saying. Like it, it was more human back then. Nowadays, remember it was like it was it's all about people posting their highlights. Now it's gotten to the point where people are not even posting their highlights. They're like faking their highlights. Faking it. Yeah. They making it seem like they living this certain life. Yeah. That they really not living. And like I'm trying to get back to the humanity of it. You remember back in the day before uh Instagram had remember Textgram? And people used to man. say, Man, y'all need to take that text shit back to Twitter. You remember people used to say that? Yeah. Because back then, they didn't even put text post up. If you put up a text post, man, I'm so bored in the house. People would be like, you need to take your ass back to Facebook or Twitter <laughs> with this shit. We want to uh -huh. see pics. Nah, you're right. I do think nowadays with Instagram and Twitter, and this is another thing I wanted to say. This just maybe kind of maybe won't push us forward a little bit off this. Did you see the post that Diddy posted? No. Now, we all know Diddy can afford luxury. Diddy is luxury. Diddy is Diddy. Right. This man, Diddy, posted a, a video of him running outside to a radio and was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, he got that new, he's, he came out with a new single. Oh, yeah. He ran outside. He was like, oh, my God. My song on the radio. I can't believe it. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? What is going on? Diddy, you own the radio. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like low-key, like... I ain't gonna lie, that made me upset. And I feel yeah, like if I was an artist trying to actually get on the radio, that would make me upset too. Like, it's like, why would you it's, it's celebrate? Like a, yeah, I don't like that either. And you know what? I was we gonna get to the Beyonce track, but people didn't like the fact that she said, "I just quitting my job." Everybody was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, Beyonce?" But look, I think that's her trying to be. Relatable. Relatable. Yeah, when but you see your music, because you know you, your audience is singing that. When you, you stray too far from that level, it's, it's hard to be relatable. It's hard to be relatable at that level. Yeah. J. Cole can say, I remember when I quit my job, and a nigga like you will hate it, but a niggas like us will, will rock with it, because that's what we know him for. Beyonce has ascended to- That sounds like Cap. Y'all heard that? He's capping for J. Cole. How? Just the same way we don't like when Beyonce say it, I think we kind of get we kind of tired of J. Cole saying it too. Nah, for sure. I'm just saying it would be more understandable because he it will be received that. better because that's he's still at that level of it. The nigga will still ride a mountain bike down the street. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Beyonce's last Beyonce track, one of her last tracks, Boss, where she was like, ain't nothing to a boss. I bought my mama with My great. My yeah. great, great. She was talking her shit on that joint. Oh, yeah. Man. But you just quit your job, huh? A lot of people didn't like that. I guess she did quit because we haven't heard from her. Let's go. Let's get to that Beyonce track. First of all, hold on. Wait, we're not getting to Beyonce before we get to the Drake. Let's start with the whole shit. Okay. Friday was crazy and the pod was already out. Yep. Friday at 5 p.m., Drake says, I'm putting out an album at midnight. And not only did he say that, he said seventh studio album. It was like, it's like okay. Oh, shit. 
honestly, never mind, mm. bro. I thought that this was about to be like take care too. Yeah. Honestly, never mind. The title made me think, oh yeah. Yeah. We back in that in that. I was thinking you know? Jack Harlow. This is what you need to do, nigga. Right. right. <laughs> I was thinking he was about to come with something crazy. And honestly, we was like, bet. Like, I don't even know what we was doing. What was we doing Friday? We was doing something, but we was like, all right, bet. Drop everything. I don't know what the fuck we was doing, but we Let's was like, Let's just Damn. get up there and do it. Yeah. Because it's Drizzy. And then uh, I, I'm not going to lie. The, the, the way I received it the first time, it was like, Damn. Like, I didn't fuck with it. I didn't fuck with it at all. I was like, damn, I like the last track and then a couple tracks, yep. but I wasn't fucking with it. Then Saturday came. And y'all know me, I fucked with the album. You did. Terrence I fucked with it, it for the most part. I understood why people didn't like it, but I fucked with it for the most part. What did I do last week Saturday? Where was I? Did I go to the movies? I don't know what the fuck we did. I don't even remember. Y'all did. We were somewhere. Did we get crabs? That was the, it. Was Father's Day weekend? It was Father's Day. So weekend. Saturday we went to Top Golf. Saturday we went to Top Golf. Yep. And, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, Father's Day was dope. And Father's I have a Father's Day, Day recap in here too. All right, we'll get yeah. to that. Um, but yeah, then when Saturday came and we was playing that joint on the road, like Texco Green and I start to lose myself. I was like, all right, this shit's starting to get a little fire. Yep, we listened to that joint on the road. It was like, yo, this joint low key spinning, yeah. but. Drake is also a voice that I feel like our ears are low-key attracted to yeah. at this point. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. A week out from the album dropping, I feel way different about the album than I did before. Once I got beyond what I wanted, which was I want this nigga to rap or do what I normally used to him doing, yeah. I could appreciate what he actually did. Yeah, me too. And I felt like there was tracks like Overdrive and Flights Booked that immediately I clung to when we listened to the review. Uh, but songs like Massive, songs like Falling Back, I hate that joint. That's the worst track on the album. Those joints started to grow on me where I didn't think it was trash. Where I'm like, all right, that Currents joint, don't the Currents joint. Yes, and of course Jimmy Cooks. Yeah, and let me say this about Jimmy Cooks. I hate when it switches to to Twenty One Savage part, just because I so much love that first instrumental. Mm -hmm. When it makes that switch, gotta throw a party for my day one. I'm like, all right. I hate that. I don't hate it, but like, I love that first that first yeah, part. I wish you would have gave us three verses of that first part. I know I'm not alone in that too. Yeah, that was fire. But um, it's arguable now because going even further back, Beyonce announced that she was putting out an album July 29th on that Friday. Right on that Friday. No, that Thursday. That Friday. Terrence, Drake, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was up at 2 a.m. Okay, yeah, it was that Thursday night. That It was okay, midnight. Technically, it was Friday. Yeah. Right. But all of a sudden, this nigga Drake says he's dropping. So we like, all right, bet. Drake's dropping because he didn't want to have to deal with Beyonce. Yeah. Because right. I woke up to that Beyonce. I was like, oh, shit. Did she put the album out? Right. But you know what we was thinking? It what? was like, Drake's about to just drop. But then when we heard Drake's album, we was like, okay. He, people were starting to say stuff like, I'm glad he did get that out of the way. Because he didn't want to put that out with Beyonce, not knowing that we was about to get Break, break my, my soul, soul, which is legit the same shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just say this about the Break My Soul joint. Initially, y'all know I'm a Beyonce, Giselle, Nose Carter fan. Like, that's my family. And initially, I was not for it. 
I wanted a love on top. I wanted a you love me like XO. I don't know what I wanted. I wanted something like that. I wanted another anthem. You know what I'm saying? Like another Beyonce joint. Yeah. I was like, here we go with this house shit with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like when I heard it, I was like, oh, I don't want this. And then once I got beyond what I wanted, it started to grow on me. And so, I mean, honestly, Beyonce don't make bad, mu- bad music. And so I like it. It's still not what I wanted, yeah. but I can appreciate it. When I first listened to it, Terrell told me, man, it's, it's, it's she did what Drake did. It's, it's not what I wanted. It's, he was all sour and shit. I, was, I was on my way home. I said, let me play this joint. Joint was fire in the whip. I said, this joint fire. Because one thing, you can't beat Beyonce's vocals. Yeah. Like, I thought she killed it. I mean, the keys. I love the piano. And I said, damn. All I could think about was Beyonce's video and how she going to probably dance her ass off to that joint. Hopefully. She, yeah, hopefully. But Beyonce, I said, you know back what? in that single ladies bag and, and show these That's bitches. Saying. People, people bringing up names with you and dancing. Like, oh, Normani is Beyonce. Had Beyonce beat. Please. Relax. Have y'all forgot? Normani is great, but watch your fucking mouth. Relax. I'm just sick of the Normani it's tough dance and Normani and Chris Breezy dance. Nah, nah, nah they destroyed that video. They killed I it. I told Terrell they was probably grinding and all of that. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm sorry. I'm not really a big fan of the Normani. Oh, she's dancing. Nah, Normani I don't really is, give a fuck. Normani anymore. is dope. She's actually a great ass dancer. She actually can dance, but y'all know how I feel about dancers. It's like, all right. Do something else. Otherwise, you're dancing like everybody else. Terrence that's how no, I feel. Terrence has no respect for people that play instruments. Because no respect for people that what dance. Normani no songs are we playing? What's that Normani joint that everybody? Terrence, you're about? not a Normani. You're not a Normani fan, but, but that's my hella tracks. I don't hear What's her name until people start talking about dancing, and I feel like she can dance, but like low key, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't a real big Honey Daniels fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a real big fan of the dancers, even though I be dancing like shit, and I'm not like that. You know what I'm saying? People be like, oh, but you be dancing in the videos. But like, performance dancing, all right. I know a lot of chicks that can dance. You know, I don't think that Normani, this is me just keeping it 100. Terrence, Normani is a beast. I don't think Normani ha- can do these immaculate dance moves that can't be done by somebody else. Like, oh, well, no. I don't that girl, either. Aaliyah Janelle? Yeah. Can dance like shit. You know what I'm saying? Joy Chavis, dancing like shit. I don't think that but- Normani has them crazy beat you know what i mean but normani is also an artist right that's what and i'm so thinking she got the the joints to go with it like she but, got the, the the tracks to go with it i look i loved i loved normani i think she killing it for the young crowd i just don't like the she lap beyonce or she yeah relax and i think she can dance too i'm not shitting on her dance moves i just think the oh he got a video with normani dancing that trend to me is like all right i really don't give a fuck anymore you know what but, I'm saying? That's just how I feel. She's woman, not like Breezy, but it was Breezy that got her. Right. This was the one that was like, all right, we've been waiting for this. See, I'm always looking for the original content because, like I said, y'all, our content is so repetitive. I, I would be happier if Breezy was dancing with this new type Normani chick and giving a new name to somebody, you know? Because you are Breezy. Yeah. Nobody said nothing to when I said that, but that was facts. I'm sorry, y'all. We talking about some text message bullshit. But nobody said nothing about that, but it was facts. I didn't even read it. <laughs> nobody read it, apparently. <laughs> but um, just to stay on the Drizzy and Beyonce thing, I wanted to ask you, 
with these two musical juggernauts mm-hmm. dropping house music, do you think that we'll start to see a trend of a lot more artists doing this same type of, you know what I'm saying, dance, house music? Because you know, once them two do it, it opens the door for other artists to say, you know what, I'm about to try and do it. Yeah. And ride that wave. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that there's people that have been doing it for a break. You know what I'm saying? There's there's people like people was trying to people was giving Azalea Banks flowers because apparently Azalea Banks, yeah, has been doing house music. She just need to keep her fucking mouth shut. Um, and maybe people would have fucked with her a little bit more. But um, there was people doing it, but like you said, with somebody like Drake and Beyonce stepping into that lane, it's definitely going to inspire other people to start doing that. I don't think that this is the new way. Like people were saying. Is hip hop old now, and people are getting ready to start doing something different, so they're gonna start doing that. I don't think that's the case because hip hop is still the biggest genre in the world, yeah. music. But like Drake did, he's gonna do 210k, and it's gonna be the biggest dance album of all time, type shit. So shame. So I mean, there's it, a lot of people who were shitting on it from a dance perspective too. People was like. If if you know real dance, this album is not good. Yo, if you know real house music, yeah, for sure. And honestly, I hey, don't know. I can't really say. If y'all need, if y'all know, cool. that's why I said popularity these days beats talent. Not because we want it to. I'm just talking on a sense on a sense of numbers. It's mm. like when Cardi B won best female rap album. You know, she won or, best, sorry, rap. best rap yeah. album, and she's the first woman to do so. Mm-hmm. Now we all understand. Why she got that award. You know what I'm saying? Popularity, the hype. You know what I'm saying? The same reason why Macklemore won over Kendrick Lamar to me is the same reason why Cardi B would win over Astro World. Astro World victory lap in in a Push a T joint. joint. Yeah. But we now have Cardi B who could say stuff like, bitch, I put out the I'm the first woman to win. You know what I'm saying? Drake yeah. can walk around and say, I got the biggest dance album. But it's like, do you or are you just more popular than anybody doing that music? Yeah. And it's like now we giving people records and these records seem false. Like the records seem like, oh, you got a lot of followers and everybody checked it out. Now you're going to be able to say, I put out the best dance album of all time. So fuck y'all niggas get on my level. You know, even Cardi to this day say stuff like numbers don't lie. Remember she said that numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. You're right. Numbers don't lie. But. Popularity is a thing, and so is talent. So, no, nah, that is actually true. We won't One even I, pay attention to those real good house albums. We would have never we even... would have never, you know? Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. That's not the type of music that I'm normally spending every day until Drake put this project out. To be honest, they put that track out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I was also going to say this. It was people that were shitting on the Drake album that said, all right, Beyonce showed Drake how it was done. Beyonce vocals are elite. But I thought they were kind of in the same world. I didn't think it was like drastically, okay, this is how it's done. Yeah. Versus the other. I thought people was being a little, I was like, all right, y'all. We showing our bias a little bit. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck. Because Drake definitely, like that Flights book joint, Overdrive, like some of them tracks are really good. Nah, they are. I just felt like, come on, y'all. We got to keep it 100. We got to keep it 100. I I don't know. Beyonce album is getting ready to be 16 tracks. And um, I don't know if we're going to get a full album of that. Beyonce has never, if you look at all her other six albums, 
she never just sticks to like one thing. So I'm hoping we still get ballads and some other shit. That's so. what I'm saying. If Beyonce puts a whole album out full of that, you niggas in trouble. You niggas it's still in gonna trouble. be great. It's still gonna be because great. Because that's the goat. That'd be very disappointing, I'll tell you that. Beyonce could put out a whole album of the Ave Maria joint, the I mean her singing the classic version. Yeah. Different shit like that. And it'll still be great. But it is Friday and we got Breezy. I'm about to say. Um, Breezy. I, I I I honestly I haven't listened to it yet because we recorded this of course before Friday, but I'm thinking that Breezy about to drop album of the year. I'm sorry. And it's 24 tracks. It is 24 tracks. I got a track list. R.I.P. Code. 24 tracks. Which is short for Chris Brown. That's a short album for him. I guess that's a short album. The features that this man has on that album, though, seem crazy. Like, this man has mad features that just seem, like, dope. And I was going to say that album cover, to me, is the album cover of the year. I love that album cover. Oh, yeah, with the, with the breezy and the haircut. But if you look and zoom in on all them words, all the words say the features. It says little quotes and all of that. Oh, no, that was the, that's the back of the album. That's not the front? No, the front of the album is the joint with the back of his head. He cut the breezy in his head. Fuck that, Terrell. I saw, I, they didn't say that was the back of the album when I saw that. They said that was the cover. You're wrong. Terrence, no. You wrong. Breezy posted it and said, so-and-so album coming. Yeah, but we all know that the album cover is this. The Breezy haircut joint. Man, that other joint he put was way better. I was agreeing that this was one of his best album covers about this. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, though. But he got features from Capella Gray, Dirk, 5EO, Anderson Pack, Wayne, Baby. LMA. Yeah. Bryson Tiller, Tory Lanez. The Her track Blast. is going to be the one. That Blast track going to be fire. The Blast track is going to be the one, too. Uh, yeah. Look at them last tracks. Dream slide harder on some new shit. You could tell he said, "Fuck it, we putting these on there." <laughs> I heard I'm on some. I heard on some new shit. It's like uh, interpolation of deuces. Okay, it ain't that great though. I, I heard I was like, I just love deuces too much. But honestly, I don't know, man. I'm ready. Y'all know when when Kit, when he dropped um, Indigo, that was my album of the year. When he dropped Heartbreak and the Moon, Full Moon, that was my album of the year. That's my dude, man. I was gonna tell you this. People have come out lately, and I think y'all have seen over the last two weeks, where they have been saying, I think Joe Budden might have talked about it. Somebody else talked about it where they said, Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. I had it on my docket. That's <laughs> just fucking bullshit. Did you see what Chris Brown said? Yes, though. I did. And we all knew that before niggas was saying it. But let me, let's just clear the air real quick. Chris Brown says, he said I it was wouldn't cat. even be... He said, I wouldn't even be breathing or able to sing a song if that man didn't exist. So I just stay away from it. That is a fact. Nobody, I don't think, there's, he said it was Cap. I don't think there's anybody that makes better music than Michael Jackson. But that wasn't the conversation, Chris. We said Chris can dance better than Mike. And I stand on that. They said Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. He's not. And he is. He's not. Michael Jackson, Terrence, we just talking about raw talent. We're not talking All right, about... All right, bet. He's not. Chris Brown can dance. He can sing. Not he better can, than Mike. He can act. He can't do either what you just named better than Mike. He can dance better than Mike. Terrell, Mike no, had four can't. moves. No, Pop, kick, hip thrust, moonwalk. Terrell, that's um, disrespectful. Breezy <laughs> literally just... Y'all gonna have to... Y'all gotta admit that Mike was doing the same shit. 
Y'all have to admit that Michael's doing the same it. shit. Michael Jackson's a better dancer than Chris Brown. Easy. He's a better entertainer. For sure. For sure. But we talking Singer, about... Singer. For sure. Singer. For sure. Yes. Nobody's better than Mike when it comes to that. Y'all... Chris Brown... Y'all think a nigga can play act. basketball and act that he, he can act. He can play basketball. He can fucking paint. He can, the spray paint shit he do. The nigga Michael Jackson is a producer. Act. Michael Jackson can act. He's a videographer. Director. Michael Jackson. Out of gas. Out of gas. Michael Jackson is a terrible actor. Are you kidding me? Back in the 80s, that was decent acting. And have you seen the bad video? Your butt is mine. That's his shit. That's his shit. Look, I'm not saying he better than Mike because Michael Jackson has an unbeatable catalog. That is a fact. We're when it comes about to dancing, I'll put C Breezy up. I'm sorry. No, Chris Brown danced better than Mike. I've seen Chris Brown do more than Mike. I'm sorry. Y'all don't want to have the conversation with me about Beyonce and any of anybody. Beyonce is lower than Because I feel like Mike, I think period. Chris Brown, I think Chris Brown and, and Mike. I love B. I think Chris Brown and Mike dance better than Beyonce. I think Beyonce is 10 times better a entertainer than anybody. Nobody is as electrifying on the stage than Beyonce. I'm sorry. You haven't seen Mike on stage. Her stage, the stage from Coachella is enshrined. Michael doesn't have a stage enshrined. Because Chris Brown. if Michael Jackson was alive today with all of these motherfuckers paying attention like they paying attention to B, he would they have They paid a attention stage. to Mike like they paid attention. His black ass still didn't have a uh, shrine. Terrell, come on. It's a new day. It's a new age. Beachella is dope, but that's like y'all claim to fame. Because that was the biggest shit. It changed. But guess what? Beyonce have never won a uh, Grammy for best album. So what? She still Do has better. the most Grammys for a woman ever. She has the most she don't have Grammys a night, for she don't a have woman. A night like this. Beyonce. Yes, she do. Beyonce, you got Beyonce fucked up. She got the most Grammys for women, period. That don't matter. Her, she been singing Michael for 25 Jackson, years. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson did all of that shit within a span of what? A like, whole fucking life since he was five. <laughs> Please. Michael Jackson is up there. From five to that, 50, that he was That Coachella kicking. performance, y'all used that as... Michael, Michael Jackson has never done anything like that. I'm sorry. Y'all have Michael to Jackson me. set he has the blueprint. never done anything Michael Jackson that put level. Michael Jackson put the Super Bowl on that on that pinnacle level where only the greats could perform. Beyonce knew that when she went out there and tried to dress like my man. She did the Black Panther thing to show respect for the Black Panther's 100 years. Who was she dressed like? My Black Panther disguised what as What you Mike. talking about? <laughs> and she had to stay to sh- share the stage with put your pinky rings up to the moon. <laughs> Fuck no, Michael Jackson not sharing the Beyonce stage with nobody. And the reason why I say that, because if you go and watch the Homecoming documentary, the Beyonce documentary, and you look at all of the detail that Beyonce handpicked, Michael Jackson has never done that. How you know we don't have a Michael His Jackson black ass performance? Never did it. I'm sorry. And it's time for black Joint. folks to stop doing this. You're tripping. Did you, have a, did you see that video? My, this is why I say Michael Jackson is more talented. And breezy because of what he can do. Terrence, but the, the shit that that man came up with, you don't know. This bitch ass nigga was not even listening to Michael Jackson like that. I've listened to Mike, of course I have. But He's you the wasn't greatest. you wasn't tapped into his creative process. Terrence, okay, show me. Somebody show me. Go look at the video. With, you're gonna say that it was whack, but I thought he was a creative genius for this video. The video where he was making a beat with with uh <laughs> with Oprah. The video where that he was beat, making a beat. That bullshit. Terrell, you are a fucking hater. And Fuck you know what? That takes a lot to be able to think some shit in your mind and then actually turn it into a sound. When has Beyonce done it? Tell you got Beyonce fucked up. Beyonce online scrolling through beats. I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Honestly, to me, 
Beyonce would get smoked in a versus with Michael Jackson. 100%. Music? Yeah. Yes. So what are you talking about? I said she's the best entertainer. And that's what they do. Let's put on a show. That's let's not, put on a show and see who put on, on a better show. show. Okay, look at let's Beyonce smoking. We, we could go a Beyonce versus versus Michael Jackson video versus and she'll get smoked still. Yeah. I agree. We're right. Not, so I, what you talking about? Talk, you talking about a performance we're on We talking stage? about being a the the best entertainer Beyonce. He's talking is. about a performance on stage. Beyonce is actually more talented than Michael Jackson if you ask me cuz she can act, she can sing, she can produce, direct. And right, if, she can play the piano. Beyonce can act, and that means Mike can act. You cannot say that Beyonce can act. Mike has two talents that he was really good at. He could sing and dance. You're kidding me. He's way more talented than that. He could put together. Oh, but 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 Beyonce gets more. Beyonce. It's bullshit. Beyonce is a producer director too. So is Mike. Who the fuck directed the uh? What's Mike the name video? Mike can act. Beyonce, I love her, but she can't act that yeah. great. I love Michael Jackson, but let me just tell y'all this. Do y'all know his voice wasn't even like that? We're not doing this. We're moving on. Uh, How do we know? Uh, okay, but what about <laughs> your girl, Beyonce? I don't want to hate on her because I love her. But what about when Beyonce put out that joint and she was trying to motivate people? She was reading. Who was that? She was reading. You're reading motivational now, you, speaking. Right, look, let me tell you this. This podcast Exactly what you can say about what's the name you can say about Nah, Terrence, that was way different. Let me tell you this, though. Beyonce should stop the rapping shit. Because I didn't like. That's the one part of that break my soul that we outside. Me and Candace were talking about it. We still outside. We outside. Look, Doja them out here now. You got to come with a little bit more than just that. Yeah, and you're not outside, Beyonce. We haven't seen you in years. That Vegas joint by Doja? Beyonce won't even do an interview. First of all, you got her can fucking we get a, Can we get a... She doesn't have to. Did, did Michael Jackson do Breakfast interviews? Breakfast Club something? I'm too big for the Breakfast Club. All right, well, then you know what? Don't say you outside, Jen. I am outside. And we outside, but you don't want British vote. We She's ain't even out, get to see outside. you take the pics. She's outside. Fuck out of here. On to the... <laughs> I actually love Beyonce. It make, you make me hate on her because you start talking shit about Michael Jackson. That's crazy. Nah, it's the people that be bringing... It's the... It's all good. But, um... Didn't want to send some prayers up a little TJ. Yeah. Who, um, apparently was shot in New Jersey... Had emergency surgery, and the last I heard, he was recovering. Yeah. And hopefully nothing, you know, hopefully we still keep trending in a good direction. But And I don't know why the, all the media outlets didn't come with the he's recovering post. Because uh, that's not going to sell as much as the he got shot post. I know, but it's fucked up because here I am thinking the motherfucker was in surgery all day. I'm thinking, right. damn, he. I mean, is he still in surgery? Yeah. I hope he makes a recovery. Uh, yeah. yeah. I did want to say that something's got to give. It, it just, it's just weird to me. That there's no protection for these rappers. To me, like it just it shows to me that the labels are kind of separated from the culture itself for real. And they really only give a fuck about what you can do. Doughboy said it best in Boys in the Hood. Either they don't know, don't show, or just don't give a fuck about what's going on, what's happening in the hood. And what I the the reason why I say that is because Y'all know Lil TJ is from a certain place or whatever, right? Yeah. Does he did he have a bodyguard with him? Like if this y'all guy, does he have a bodyguard? What are what's the steps being taken by the labels to protect the artist? Is all I'm saying. Like where was he? And I know you can't really do so much because people are gonna move on their own accord. But I just it just seemed like people just be getting these people are making like some of the most sought after art via their music. And people are getting plucked left and right. 
Yeah. To me, it's just crazy that like it's a hard argument to make with the me the music that we making though. You can't sit here and say that these labels give a fuck about these artists, but not these artists because, I mean, what can you do? These artists are supposed to have security. These artists do have bodyguards. Shit still be happening because you don't got your bodyguard with you 24-7 on some Beyonce shit. You think that you can still go out Edgewood and cool it. Or y'all can still, you can be posted up with your minute to go at the gas station. And since you with your boys, ain't nothing going to happen to you. So, yeah. I mean, I know what you mean because it's like, damn, why we keep getting rappers, you know what I'm saying? We losing rappers to violence like that, you know? Yeah. We not losing the Aaliyahs to the to the planes or the left eyes to the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We losing a lot of people to just straight out gun violence and low kids. Tupac, Biggie, this been happening for happening for years. Yeah, but even that when when that happened, it seemed like it was it wasn't as common as this. Like now it's crazy. Yeah. Young Dolph, Nipsey. Um, who else did we just lose? We lost trouble. We lost that dude. Um, his name started with an M. M. Last year. Forgive me for for forgetting some of these people, but we lost people to gun violence, drugs, and another thing like Lil Keith, Juice World. We lost XXX to uh, gun violence. Yeah, like it's just weird, bro. It's weird. It is. It just see. I don't know, man. The culture is just all in shambles. You see six nine posted laughing faces. Yeah, he's a clown. I'm not even gonna speak on him. He's a clown. But it, this is my thing, though. Everybody is getting everybody. You know what I'm saying? That but, nigga walks around with nothing but bodyguards, I don't think. But I, th I think. But yeah. you're right. I mean, I think he's just... It's like George Zimmerman. It's like everybody's... It's like George Zimmerman still posting and doing shit. All y'all niggas that think y'all tough, and it's, it's tough, but nobody is doing what need to really be done. Not saying that I'm not wishing death on nobody, but I'm saying like these people done hurt our whole culture type shit. Yeah. And get to parade around type shit. And they're just allowed to do that. I don't know. But praise to Lil TJ... Hopefully he um makes a fast recovery. Yeah, man. Hopefully he can get back to to you know what I'm saying setting his fam up because that be that be the thing for me. Like I saw the video of that dude trouble giving his mother and father that new house. It was a video that was surfacing where he was like told his mother she was gonna meet Maxwell and she was so excited to meet Maxwell he was like you're not gonna meet Maxwell but look at your new house. That to me is your parents don't really understand what you're doing. You know. Your parents just want to see you be great and to be able to come back and give them shit and yeah. set your family up. That's what I think about. Shout out Black Sam. This past weekend, we just had a... I said we. <laughs> but they just opened a marathon cultivation store. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, yeah. Out and in, that, uh, what's the difference between that one and the... Like, what is cultivation? What is that? I don't... I think it's just another brand store for them to sell everything marathon that they can through there, uh, out of there. It's just in a new location. So oh. and look, my thing is I didn't really I didn't go I don't know what's in it I just saw the I saw the live stream I saw when they cut the ribbon, but I'm glad to see that there's somebody to keep what's been started going, but not everybody has that. Yeah, everybody don't have a Black Sam that can keep it going or somebody that can keep it keep what we started going. Even Lauren London with her Forever Stronger joint with Puma, like they mm -hmm. can keep everything that they they can take their trauma and turn it into some dollars for their fam. Everybody can't do that. That's why it's like it's important that we have people like Lil TJ. I don't know what he has, but like, yo, we need you here for the Lil TJ fam. That's what I be thinking about now. Yeah, like, that's true. Set your family up. Even for the people that's not even doing shit. Like, 
You know what I was thinking? A lot of people come from, whether you come from a good neighborhood or a bad neighborhood, look around and ask yourself, who in your neighborhood made some shit happen? Who in your neighborhood got out there and is able to, you know? It's yeah. like, though, if, if it's nobody, it could be you. So these people that we see, from people like Lil TJ all the way to people like Emma Chamberlain, who was on Jimmy Fallon. I always bring her up because... In 2017, she was just on YouTube. Five years later, you want Jimmy Fallon. You got 11 million subscribers. Yeah. You put in your family. Hosted the Met Gala. She could have grew up mm -hmm. in the neighborhood. I don't, I don't think she lived in the same neighborhood as Eddie Murphy growing up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So no matter where you from, you could be the first person from your little relative neighborhood, your cul-de-sac, to really go do some big shit. That's true. And your neighbors and family going to be like, damn, look at her. So you got to be around to That's a fact. come back and give back. The way yeah. people go back and repaint their school basketball court. Yeah. That shit. That they shit. are not going to do it for us. You know? Right. They want the neighborhood to go to shit so they can move us out and them in. Right. If we keeping it a hundo. You know? Right. But the more we go back and build the community up and stay in our community. Yeah. Nah, that's true. Yeah. They was, uh, and honestly, anybody that's. You know, trying to make something of yourself. Anybody can do it. They had just posted Yeet's page a year ago. I was like, this was Yeet's Instagram page one year ago. He had 18,000 followers. And he had just put out like one of his first or second mixtape or whatever. And now he's, what, 1.8 million followers. Like a year's time changed everything. So I saw him. I saw his video on the Icebox. My thing, I don't know. He's for the youngins. I just don't like how niggas, this is, what, this is what I don't like about the icebox shit and like niggas buying chains. If it was me, I can't speak on what a nigga does. It just seems like, I told you how you see the niggas be like, oh yeah, you, you know, I normally tell people to get it bust down. You know, I don't tell people to get bust down. What you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm telling, look, I go get a watch, right? An AP. And I'm saying, yeah, you know, I like that. I normally like the plain Jane. Yeah, you know, I, I, normally, I normally like that. Oh, oh, I normally like it bust down. What you mean normally? Terrence, he been getting watches probably for a brick now. For a brick? But a year ago, you had 18,000 followers. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so you, don't, you like the... You like I even the, watched Drewski was in that joint talking about, yeah, yeah, normally. And, really, Drewski? How you been around this shit for years? Maybe you have. But it's like we be so pressed to get to that J level of talking about Car, cars oh, making and it shit. seem like it's normal. Yeah, yeah it's we normal always. Thing. You know, I normally like it. I normally like the plain Jane. You know, I normally like the plain Jane. Like, remember we was getting on uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's rookie year. This man's like, I'm a Dior. You know, I'm a Dior man. I'm a Dior man. We was like, nigga, you a Dior man? Really? <laughs> Are you? You was rocking Dior when you was in the college in them college dorm rooms? Maybe he was. <laughs> I'm just talking about that perception. You know what I'm saying? We watching, and me and Chad talk about it all the time. Relatability. It's not there. It's not way up here. It's not at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. Relatability is in right in that middle where everybody climbing. You know? Yeah. It's not at the tippy top because everybody don't make it right there. And I don't like when people finally make it and act like this is where I stay at. This is where I be yeah, at. This Confidence is one thing, but mm -hmm. come on. The king of relatability. The nigga Yeet will Who's the king of relatability? J. Cole. Let's get it. Who's the king? Uh, nigga! Nigga, why you acting like a hoe? You know, know I ain't gonna ride for you. Either way it goes. 
Say, mama, you ain't gonna be for time. This nigga don't even know, like, know the words. History Bitch repeats ass, itself, and that's just how it goes. Same, same way that these rappers do fight each other's flows. Yeah. Real, some real, a real one. Um, Bitch ass nigga. Um, that video did he piss me say? off. Oh my God, I'm on the radio. <laughs> what in the world is going on? Did you hear about the woman that was eaten by her 20 pet cats? I started to talk about that. She but I collapsed really didn't want in to. her home, passed out, and her cats, mother, they ate her. Dog, Mimi will 100% eat me if I was not. When Mimi is hungry, Terrell, what do she do? Bite! <laughs> when Mimi hungry, she was, she, Mimi was, first she was licking my elbow, took a big bite. I said, damn, what are you doing? Because I think they really be curious. Like, you know what? This motherfucker. <laughs> I'm about to see what this motherfucker hitting on since he ain't bowl. putting no pellets in my bowl. <laughs> 20 cats. And oh, what happens God. is you die and you start to smell. And we think it stink. But cats might think, you smell, miss? Oh, you smell, our owner? She ain't moved for a minute. Nah, no bullshit. Cats are survival animals. Dogs are loyalists. See, that's the thing. Why they call men dogs? Dogs are the most loyal animals. If you die, a dog will lay beside you, die next to you. Right. Your bones right there, his bones right there. The pussy is the one that ain't loyal. That's the thing. The pussy that's is real the one shit. that's going to eat you alive. The pussy the one that's going to eat you. Don't even give a fuck about you for real unless you giving it something. These is just facts. Y'all made it up. We didn't say that. Y'all made up the, uh, the whole shit. They say that because dogs always trying to fuck shit. You know, a dog always on some hump time. <laughs> dog over there humping your stuffed animal. You like, damn. He a, he's a dog. He's a dog. But look, Father's Day was just this past weekend. I do want to recap just real quick. We went to Top Golf on Saturday. It was yep. dope. Uh, but Top Golf, man, I just want to say this about Top Golf. You will throw your motherfucking back out trying to be Tiger Woods. Because <laughs> I was definitely fucking my back up. Swinging, uh, swinging a golf club. And believe it or not, y'all, it's really not all of that it's cracked up to be. Going to Top Golf really made me appreciate bowling. And me and Shorty about to go bowling on uh, either probably Saturday or Friday. Yeah, okay. But I really said, you know what? I'm ready to go bowling. Bowling is dope because bowling, bowling is me go, you go. You try to get a strike, I try to get a strike. The, the whole aspect of bowling, the lanes, the lights, the music, food, drinks, Look, the shoes is a whole different part of it. The fact that we got to go and get shoes. Like, yeah. bowling to me is so dope. Top golf, it was cool, but, like, there's a mixed bag of people in there, you know? There's people who are in there with their own golf clubs, and these are motherfuckers who taking it serious. There's bowling motherfuckers that bring gloves and their own balls. Yeah, but low-key, it's, it's a certain vibe with bowling. It is. That I just fuck with. I watch. I'm, I'm talking about my movie uh, suggestion of the week later, but in the movie suggestion of the week, they was bowling, and they had the shirts on, and they all had those same uh, button-down bowling shirts uh -huh. with their names. And I said, you know what? This is why I fuck with bowling. I only say I only bring that up, bring Top Golf and Father's Day up, just to say like, damn, it nah. really made me appreciate the vibe of bowling. Top Golf was cool, but it just felt like that's some shit I want to do by myself. I would go to Top Golf go Dolo. If you go to Top Golf with our with the right group and y'all take advantage of the drinks, yeah, it's way more fun than going with your fam. Bowling, with your fam, you gotta be chill. Top Golf is way bowling better. bowling with drinks. Drunk bowling, come on, Terrell. Drunk I've been bowling. drunk bowling 
I've drunk bold three times already this year. It pisses you off because when you sober, you got a little bit more of a coherence on the whatever. Yeah. My girl brother know, and when I get drunk, I start. I just get trash. Okay. So yeah, he so gets try- a beer. Meanwhile, I got a fat ass margarita. Okay. Yeah. So I'm getting toast. Oh, we need to go bowling again. See. He's not saying that about Top Golf because but, you're trash when you playing Top Golf sober. Top Golf is it, yeah. I mean, it's but Top Golf fun though, man. Y'all need to go in the wintertime, put them motherfucking heaters on with the them uh the donut holes. I say Top Golf is different. Top Golf, you're gonna go and you're gonna have a different it's different. You know, you we, mm-hmm. we don't come from bowl, I mean from golf. But it man, ain't nothing like bowling. Nothing is better than arcading though. Dave and Busters. Bro, what's the spot called Dimension y'all need to go to? Look it up. Dimension. Dimension. That shit is like a fucking big ass. I'm trying to do adult bowling. I'm not trying to go to the AWF or the AMF. What is it called? The Ace, the AF? What? The, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The trash ass joint? Oh, yeah. The AMF or the, the, the something the... lanes. Fuck that. I'm trying to go to the party joint. You can find them. Like, we be going to a lit bolero. That's what I'm trying to go to. Something dope. A lit bowl. Oh, you go to, you need to go to Lucky Strikes. That's the best something place like to that. bowl. Yeah. You walk in that joint. Or Dave and like, Busters, you know? Because I'm trying to do some other things. Dave and Busters, you bowling and like that can do the basketball joint. You got to wait in line with the niggas. Because, like, you know, the niggas be over there with their tank tops on, no shirts over by the basketball. You can't uh-huh. even play. Can yeah, we no get a go in? Who that's you? you and Shorty? Y'all go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hurry up and shoot 10 shots and get the fuck out of these niggas' <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, man. Honestly, never go. Oh. Tan, let me just tell you, if y'all thinking about doing Dave and Buster's or anything like that, do not go on a Saturday. Go on a Thursday night, Friday, month, no, Monday night. Because let me tell you. What if we last, go during the day, though? During the day off the 2, 3. It don't matter, Tan. That's even worse. Go at, go at like 9.45. Go at 9 o'clock. A.M.? P.M. You know why I say that? Me and my girl went to um, Dave and Buster's. Niggas fucking up my whole plan- plans. Look, we went to Dave and Buster's on a Tuesday. It was lit. Oh, that's bowling Tuesday. It's $2 Tuesdays bowling. Oh, okay, yeah. See, but the one we went to out her way, it, they don't have a bowling alley out there. But the Dave and Buster's was chill. We went with the kids. Uh, I mean, we went on a Saturday one time. It was kids running around everywhere. You can't even play no games for real. It's kids everywhere. They just running around in that joint. It is not fun. Don't do it on a Saturday, bro. Fuck. Better pick something else. I'm helping y'all niggas out. Maybe you just was a whack-ass nigga who couldn't maneuver around the kids. Terrence, all right, bet. Do you, we had to wait in line to play the Mario Kart drink. Damn you. It's like, all right. I'm not trying to wait in no fucking lines. When you go on a motherfucking Tuesday night, Wednesday night, no motherfucking kids. Yeah, you go Saturday, you and that bitch with, her, with everybody. Go to Six Flags on Saturday. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Six Flags Kings of Me on a Saturday. Uh-huh. Just to wrap up, Father's Day was great. Father loved it. Uh, we had the crabs on the on a Friday. Man. Top golf Saturday, and then we was cooling it on Sunday. Tried to get my parents to watch everything everywhere all at once, but they was falling asleep in and out on that joint. But man, the rewatch of that joint, crazy, man. Crazy. But Father's Day, definitely dope. Shout out to the fathers out there. Yes, sir. Oh, I did want to say before we get to the, the last shit. Um Finally, last shit, what you talking about? Well, the next shit. Yeah. Um, finally watched Stranger Things. Yes! And finished, uh, that joint. So I'm all caught up. You niggas gotta leave me alone now. Yeah, so he know what Vecna is now. He know who that is. I'm all, all the way caught up. And let me just tell you, 
They did a damn good job with that show when it comes to writing. Mm-hmm. And this is the only reason why I'm bringing this up. Shout out to everybody that told me to watch. Y'all know who y'all are. Mm-hmm. One person mm-hmm. we I, do. One we person, do know who we one are. Person I we say, are. <laughs> one person I want to say is trash, is a trash ass human, is this man right here. I fucking hate this because nigga. I hate show, this nigga. A show that good, Terrell. I would make you watch. Terrell, oh my God, I had to sit. Y'all know this. Breaking Bad. Y'all going to have my back Ter- on this. When Breaking Bad came out. And I watched it first. I, told, I, 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 I said, Terrence, you have to watch this. When I watched The Wire again, I said, Terrence, you have to go back and watch. I begged the nigga to watch Sons of Anarchy. He wouldn't watch. Because oh, he, he kind of watched a little bit with me. Begged the, the nigga, nigga to watch. everything. You begged me to watch Trash Ass Walking Dead. Y'all the first three everything. seasons of Walking Dead is incredible. The, Terrence did not at all, at, I mean at all, Really try to get me to watch Stranger Things. I swear, from the beginning, I just knew about like there was a little girl that liked waffles and she got special powers. But fuck this show, like I turned it off. But the fact that it's that good, Terrence should have did a little bit more to say, "Yo, you really need to watch it." This nigga's just like, "Oh, if you can watch, you should." Whatever, whatever, whatever. Bullshit. When I used to try to tell Terrell to watch Stranger Things, I would get shit on. He would immediately start shitting on, I don't want to watch that shit. I don't want to watch that bullshit. I don't want to watch that bullshit. This is this girl 11. It's, he used to shit on it so bad to the point that I said, you know what? Fuck it. The motherfucker don't want to watch it. I don't give a damn. And now I'm getting shit on because you watched it and it was actually good? You didn't try to get me to watch after this shit got great. That's crazy. I told his black ass to watch and he didn't want to watch it. But guess what? The world start talking and the... I'll make a deal with <laughs> That joint going crazy. And he's like, you know what? You know what, Bay? You know we should watch Bay. Let's watch that Stranger Things. It's arguable. If you ain't have your girl, you wouldn't have watched it. I put her in one. She didn't That's what watch I'm saying. It. But look, now y'all got to do y'all little we watch together thing. You wouldn't have even probably watched it. Yes, I would have watched it. The way y'all would get to talking about it, I said, all right, And bet. look, I couldn't say nothing about it because if I said something, he would say, shut up. You're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin it. The only reason, because Hans was low-key ruining it. The only reason I watched that show, y'all, and the reason I'm going to tell y'all to watch is because you watch all of these seasons, and then in the fourth season, at least the beginning of what we got in the fourth season, no spoiler, like, it, everything, like, pay, it makes sense. Everything pays off, and I love a good payoff. Yes. Yes. I was going to ask you this, though. No spoilers, but, like, what was your favorite season? Favorite season, easily number one. Easily number one. I rewatched Stranger Things with Terrell, believe it or not. Not with him, but like alongside him. Mm-hmm. Number one, my favorite season. Like, you can't beat the introduction. For me, I'm a character guy. So to go back and see those characters when they was young, if anybody rewatches, you appreciate that they even started it and gave it to you. You know what I'm saying? I look back and appreciate it like, wow, these people were young and had no idea the greatness that they was making. Yeah. I'm always that guy. I think this is, I think I always like the first. You know what I'm saying? The number one. More than the twos and the threes and the fours. Like we got all the way up to like fast nine now, but I still think my favorite is too fast, too furious. Cause to me, that was real okay cars. cars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, that's my guy, John Singleton. Same person that did Baby Boy, y'all, that we play all the time. Mm-hmm. Did Too Fast, Too Fast, Too Furious, R.I.P. The Legend. R.I.P. The, the Legend. Snowfall. Come on. Yeah. Catching y'all up. First three seasons, at least. <laughs> the good seasons. Yeah. But I'm definitely 
one. What about you? I would say my favorite season is between two and 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 three. Two, two and three. three. Yeah. Two is up there. Season two was dope with the Demodogs and the <laughs> Demodogs. And the, the big ass gate. Yeah. Who are right, favorite character? My favorite character is motherfucking uh Damn Terrence, you go first. My favorite character is probably my man Will. I think Will has always been my favorite character. Me and Trav can't we kind of linked when we talked about uh Will as an actor. Like yeah. him as an actor, just you uh, really rewatch. He had the toughest yeah. duty. You know what I'm saying? At first, Especially in season one as a youngin'. You I would know? argue more than eleven. Because eleven, I feel like anybody could play the the whatever role. You know what I'm saying? The oh I got power. Yeah. But <laughs> Will showcase real fear. But look, Will, I fuck with Hopper. Fuck with Hopper's Nancy. Great. I fuck with Robin. I love Robin Robin's in season great. three and four. Let me tell you, hold on, wait. I got my favorite character. All right, go ahead. Motherfucking Jonathan. Jonathan is my favorite, has been my favorite since the beginning, bro. Just a real one. Just a real about his family. Was getting bullied. Yeah. Steve. Now, Steve came around. Yeah. I think my girl favorite character is Steve because we, we hated him at first. But then he became like a father figure to Dustin. Like, it was dope. But Jonathan, that's my man. Jonathan. That's my man. Jonathan so. was cool. But, yeah, y'all, Stranger Things is definitely a great-ass show. If you haven't watched it, I mean, look, it's one of them shows that is definitely going to pay off to just watch it all the way through. And look, that joint coming back next week to finish it off. Let's get it. Let's on get the, it. I'm ready feast. for it. But um, we got the uh the verses tonight. Or yesterday. Actually, the verses was yesterday. Yep. Versus is kind of like dying, I'm not gonna lie. Like, people are starting to stop giving a fuck about it. But Mario and Omarion, we y'all like grew up on. So 100. I'm hoping that And I'm hoping that, that was a, a fire night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was gonna one say I was gonna say this. One thing that was that was a little discouraging. Is how they was like uh, they was linking with Mario and and Omarion before, and both of them was like, yeah, this that new shit, yeah, this that new shit, yo. We don't want to hear no new shit. Yeah, I do not want to hear new shit from you niggas. Y'all need to get up there and play the hits. Get up there and play the hits, and y'all can do the new joints off the last. You know, Mario like yeah yeah, yeah this I have to record this joint. Hey, I'm about to play this in a couple days. Hey, look, Mario. We want to hear Braid My Hair. We want to hear the the hits. The shit I was singing when I was like seven years old. We want to hear that. Yeah. Hopefully he came with that. And, yeah. sh- and shout out to my man Steve Payman, man. That's yeah. his shit. Yeah. Versus. I think he's the prez. For sure. So he's doing big things. And look, we just know that that's just not it for him. He's just going to move on to something better. He's just a great ass person. He's just like, to me, he's a, he, he's a grinder. I done watched you go from this, this, and this already. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> this man was just at IMAX. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to stay there. Yeah, stay there. Stay I know two that. young brothers that'll be perfect for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not about what you know. It's who you know. One thing I did want to talk about is this. I watched this Instagram video. I'm going to play it for y'all. This dude gave some advice, and he gave a certain amount of advice that I absolutely just fucking hate when people give advice like this. I'm going to play it for y'all. This is a powerful hate. Let's get it. I love it. Think about it. You spend 12 hours a day um, getting ready for work, commuting to work, eight hours at work, and then another uh, two hours commuting home, unwinding, right? You got 12 hours left. You spend eight hours sleeping. So you only got four hours in a day to learn a monetizable skill. Time management 
really has a lot to do with your success level in life and where you're going to end off at. When's the last time you learned a monetizable skill? I'm just going to stop it right there. To tell so somebody. So hold on, wait. He said you got, let me replay it. He said you got how many hours in a day? You need to find a way. Think about it. You spend 12 hours a day um, getting ready for work, commuting to work, eight hours at work, and then another uh, two hours commuting home, unwinding, right? 14. You got 12 hours left. You spend eight hours sleeping. So you only got four hours in a day to learn a monetizable skill. Time management. To me, that is so fucking misleading. That to me is the most misleading advice that people would do because people will try to tell you that you got to figure your life out in four hours. Terrell, I'll ask you, you used to work Best Buy. You used to work 12-hour days on the, on the shift. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Used to work, I used to work 10-hour days. I used to work 10 to 8 and 11 to 7. Remember that? Uh, no, look, 10 to 8, 11 to 9s. That was me. Yep. And I got two off days, right? Mm -hmm. There is, and we was putting up video after video. Yep. There is absolutely no way for, think about how discouraging that advice is. You only got four hours a day to make something happen realize, and to figure out a monetizable skill. Y'all, let me tell you, that is the most bullshit advice anybody can give you. You dead ass do not only have four hours. He just said you sleep eight hours a day. No, the fuck you don't. No, you don't. Not if you're trying to get to the next level. I saw a beautiful fucking quote that this girl said on TikTok when she was talking about her life. And she said, everybody is so about balance. And sometimes you have to go through a period of imbalance to mm. get to a period where you can be balanced. That's and right. that to me is the real, that's the real advice. You do not only have four hours a day to figure your shit out. If you do work eight hours a day, you do take two hours to get to and from work. Then that means you don't get eight hours to sleep. That means you might be sleeping five hours and you're yep. going to be tired as fuck until you're off day. Or but like, I got 48 hours of my off day where I can actually figure the shit out. Maybe not on the, because I'm not working every day. Who said it takes you four hours a day to get ready for work? He said you take four hours to get ready for work, get up for work, eight hours at work, two hours to come home and wind down. Oh, hold up. Absolutely not. And my, this is my thing. Terrell tell you, when you're at work, that's when you're figuring out your monetizable 100%. skill. That's when you're for real figuring it out. And you're playing the game wrong if you're not. You're playing the game wrong if you're not. Now, Terrell, you know what it's like when you get in that bitch and you are trying to be that man and you're trying to run whatever joint you in or you're trying to grow there. You definitely can set yourself. You do kind of take away your attention from whatever you're yep, trying to do. That's true. But it's also nothing wrong with that if this is where you're trying to be. Yeah. And However, but at the same time, you're using what you know or what you're learning at another level to apply it to your own shit. Right. You don't have to wait till you go home and you got those four hours to figure out your monetizable skill. You should be looking for your monetizable skill while you're at work. The people you work for probably have monetizable skills. The customers that come in yeah. might help. You networking. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I just think it's, it's so misleading to tell people that you only have four hours a day. Nah, dog. You actually have 24 hours a day. While you're making breakfast, you could be searching for your monetizable skill. While you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the way from the shit that you're watching. Some of y'all, whatever you watch, and I'm not saying people don't watch anything, but like some people wake up and they working on their shit. They watching investing videos while you're making breakfast. You're listening yep. to investing podcasts. You're working on... I hate people that, do, that, that say stuff like this. Yeah. 
You know, it's so misleading, and it seems like a like a 1985. It is. It's an old nigga you know way of saying? thinking. Old way of of advice. Dog, we got it on. We got it on our hand right now. I got a big monetizable ticket in my pocket for real that I'm walking right. around with every day. That right. I can l- literally use. I'm going my lunch break, doing this. Right. I know people that used to come to work with their fucking business and doing their business at work. We started this whole thing in the middle of a pandemic, where we didn't we didn't get shut down and work from home. Right. We had to work in the thick of the pandemic. Exactly. The the YouTube channel itself started. That was amidst. bullshit. They said that we were essential. That was bullshit. Not we were, but we had to help motherfuckers get a manager. And look at this story. He's a manager. <laughs> That's how I used to keep motherfuckers coming in. We are essential. We are. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is what I will say, though. I think the most dangerous thing you can tell the younger folks or the younger crowd and the most dangerous thing that they're hearing from the older groups is that they don't have time. Right. And I always tell young people um, that time is really on your side. It's not on their side. So they project the fact that they don't have no time left on you. 100. I told you I had an 18-year-old. I, I told you um, I used to have a 17-year-old employee that came to me and said, yeah, they told me that I need to tell them what I want to do with my life uh, by Friday. What you think I should tell them? I said, you tell them you don't have to fucking know what you got to do with the rest of your life. You're seven fucking teen years old. Right. And that's the shit that I, that's the shit, shit like that is given to the young people. And now you 20 saying shit like, I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. Right. Do you plan to live to 80? Yes. Understand you got 60 years before death if you're going by your compass. God willing. God willing, somebody take you out of here early. That's one thing. But never let nobody tell you that you don't have time. You have more time than anybody. Dog, you got mad time. I, I, told, I used to tell people, I have time. This is back when I was 24. I used to tell people, I got time to take six years off this shit, come back and still be 30. Right. Still be the youngest. I can come back at 40 and, and catch a bag here. I let y'all, I left Best Buy. I can leave. I've left Best Buy actively right now. I've left. If I take another three years off, go back, I'll still be the youngest GM in the market that I was in. That's the essence of my time. I have enough time to say, you know what? I don't want to do this shit. Yeah. And when I was thinking about taking a different step, the number one people, thing people told me was, yeah, man, well, you don't have time to be worrying about what you want. Yes, the fuck I do. Yes, the fuck I do. And guess who was telling you that you had time? Who? Who? Put respect on my name. This nigga tried LeBron me. Them and I'm motherfuckers great. was in there you hating said, on yeah. me. Them motherfuckers was in there like, man, that brother is, that brother <laughs> is. Fuck that. I told Terrell, you got the time. Because you could come and catch this bag. You done mastered this shit for real. Not master, but like, we already reached this level with this shit. Fuck this. And it's easy to go back to. And, I, and this is what I'm going to say. I talked to a homegirl of mine on Instagram not long ago about how there is pressure from the older generation for us to keep up with them. Like, mm-hmm. as we get older and for the people who are younger, you might not feel this pressure yet. But understand, if you if you if you that person that can get here at a 27, 28 age... And you're not married yet. You don't have kids yet. You're not really too sure on your career yet. I'm letting you know right now, your parents are going to get older and right in front of your eyes. And you're going to be saying happy birthday to you mm-hmm. to a 50 or 60 year old woman who is your Blowing out that mother. 60 candle, yeah. You know? And you feeling like, damn, I want to give my mother exactly what she gave her mother grandkids, I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying, have her 
be at my wedding. I want to be able to have my dad walk me down the aisle for the ladies. Right. You know what I'm saying? You might want to create that relationship with somebody else's family, and you feel like that clock is ticking. We got, you just got to understand, and this is what I was telling her, our, our path different from theirs. And the world that we got to circulate and survive in is different from theirs. Yep. I mean, we, don't, we put behind us the things that we've achieved at a younger age that your parents have not, you know? Yep. And I think it's real easy to look at that clock. That's why we had that conversation about time being bullshit and how we watching a clock and your birthday is like another reminder that your motherfucking ass is behind. Did you see what that dude, uh, Emmanuel Acho, was saying? He said, I don't set goals. I said, I didn't like it, but I said, hate Emmanuel Acho. I'm sorry. I don't set goals. I set objectives <laughs> with no limitations or some shit like that. <laughs> but I get what he was saying because he was talking about, he said, imagine you set goals. I want to be here at 28. I want to be, I want to have two kids by this age. Everybody's doing that. I want to be married and all of this before, before this. Mm -hmm. When you don't get there or when that doesn't happen, now you starting to doubt yourself and who you are. Yeah. Well, I said I wanted to do this and I couldn't do it. Dog, fuck these motherfuckers that look at the, that look at the clock. Yeah. Because guess what? You could be snipped tomorrow. They were talking about how the, the future doesn't exist and the past doesn't exist. It's the, just right it's just now. just right now. Yep. They were like, when you get to the future, you're just referring. When you get to the future, you're not going to say, damn, I'm in the future. Wow, this is the future. You're just, you're just now. It now is now. Yeah. And the past is just what used to be now. You're just referring to something that doesn't isn't even real anymore. It's already gone. It is. Like they were saying that where you are now is just uh basically like a manifestation of your past thoughts. Like Terrell one one day was thinking, you know what? I could do this and you're here. Mm -hmm. So I mean I don't know. I'm not trying to get back on that, you know what I'm saying? No, you're right. I just think it's that's that soapbox, yeah. but like Fuck advice like that. Fuck advice like that. You gotta be careful. You got with more shit than like four that. hours. Niggas put a little fancy tune under a reel, and will say some shit. And and shout out to everybody that has parents that might be traditional. People that might have parents that are immigrants that are older. Right. They have a little bit more stern. You need to get a degree. You need to go to college. You 100. need to be doing that. Be a doctor or something like that because that's what they knew what was success was. But you just gotta realize that you are sharper than your parents. One hundred. Even at 18, it's like, Dad, I kind of got you on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mom, I, I kind of got you with this life shit. And it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to you. Yo, when you have kids, yeah. they're just going to be sharper when it comes to this shit. And it's just different ways to be successful now without putting yourself in a fucking world of debt. And you can just tell them, like, or, you know what I'm saying? They're your parents, so you got to respect them. But low-key, sometimes you just got to show your parents. Yo, I am going to take this shit to the next level. I always yep. think about the person who made the airplane. Will Smith used to say it. I'm about to take some metal, and I'm going to basically, it's going to be kind of like a car, but we're going to put it in the air. Think about that person's parents. You need to think about some more constructive yeah, to do. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But now, motherfuckers can fly, and whoever made mm -hmm. that plane is a millionaire. And guess where his parents are? And they grand, grand, grandkids. Right. No bullshit. Already rich. No bullshit. So my thing is like, yo, sometimes your parents are definitely not going to believe in you. You got to be able to move, move beyond your support system. My support system don't really believe in me, but they love me. That's all I really need. Yeah. I don't need my support system to buy my shit. I don't need my support system to uh, be, be able to understand what I'm trying to do. A lot of y'all that have those traditional parents and traditional support systems, 
keep the support and love. Fuck all mm -hmm. of the the help, the belief. If you don't believe in me, I ain't gonna change my love for you. Cause look, when that shit blossom, your support system's gonna still they, be there. Like, yeah, we been here since yeah, that. Yeah, your mother gonna start saying, we going to Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> Cause so and so started his gaming business, and we got he got forty five racks. Yeah, for that or some shit. He mm -hmm. taking us out. Come on, man. Sometimes uh -huh. you just gotta show him. Trust me, when we told our parents he wanted to go to film school, they wasn't against it. They always wanted us to do what y'all want to do. Number one, we was paying for it and still paying for it. But they was always like, even with the YouTube shit, it's like, I, I swear, you can ask my mom, what I, my dad, what I do right now. He'll be like, they got a blog. Yeah, they, they, do have, like a they, blog. they got like a blog, man. It's like popping. Yeah. And they do like a, uh, a blog. And it's like, yo, they still don't know. But it's working. That's all they do know. And it ain't permanent. And it's it not permanent. permanent. That's a fact. Like I was thinking Michelle Obama. That was the best advice that she ever gave. I felt like when she said when she was the first when she was the first lady for eight years with Barack, she said, This is my life. Like living in the White House, like knowing where everything is here. Eight years went by and then it was like, okay, what the fuck do I do now? Yep. She writing books, she got a biopic coming out. Nobody saw that biopic, huh? It's on Apple TV Plus. Did anybody watch that Viola? We haven't heard from Viola since. She even just did an actors on actors with Samuel L. Jackson. I'm not gonna lie, when she started talking about she that. She need to hurry up and do something else. Yeah, you need she's to too good out. for that. She's out. She's out. You know. Yeah, she's out. Meryl. Never. She's. Come she, on, she's still, Viola. She's still something good. else. She's still but good in our book. Even Barack, like trying to figure out what's next after being the fucking president. That should let you know that we used to. They said we used to say, "I want to be a fireman. I want to be a this." But low key. You could be a fireman, and then you want to be a DJ. Then you want to be a... Yeah. You never know. For sure. And whoever has more time can do more. Right. As long as you're moving forward. Fuck the clock. Fuck that clock. Um, the uh, BET Awards is on Sunday. And I'm not trying to be on a somber, somber, somber note, but... <laughs> okay, yeah. It's going to be some bullshit again. Terrell has had this BET Awards thing in his docket for a long time, but I told him we need to wait until the BET Awards is actually coming. Oh, oh no. Shit. Motherfucking computer died. Oops. But um, the BET Awards is on Sunday. Shout out to Taraji P. Henson, DC native. Yes. Um, who's hosting again. And uh, as she did, I, she hosted just last year, right? Yeah, she hosted last year, and they had to win, doing, doing the, the butt when she came out doing the butt. I'm happy, but Loki, I wish they would have. I wish they would have got somebody else. I mean, y'all know me. I wish y'all would get something else. Honestly, somebody else. I was thinking about this shit, and B E the B E T Awards. They just need a full makeover, bro. Like, look, this is my thing. What Drewski? Give that man that shot. Yeah. Drewski host the. That'd have been nice. That would be dope. I mean, you're connecting the young community. I mean, let's keep it honest. Taraji, we love her, but does the younger community love her? You know? And it's like, what is Taraji doing? I haven't seen Taraji act for real since Empire ended and she did a couple other joints. But I'm sorry. I haven't seen it since Empire ended. She ain't really did much. What the fuck? I hate my computer so much. I need a new battery. Now, nah, yeah, I honestly haven't seen either, but she was supposed to be. Nah, she got something. She got stuff on the way. For me, it's just we live in a, a, a time where it seems like we just going to keep going with the old. We're trying to cater to the older folks, like the old school. 
Taraji gonna get up there and then it's an old an old person up there. I'm like, okay, this uh-huh, is these... not necessarily bad, but like it'll be better for to touch the youth. Bring the youth to the BET Awards. Y'all already gonna have the motherfucker sitting in the audience. The star's not gonna be there. It's oh, gonna no be a bullshit. bunch of Instagram motherfuckers on the red carpet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let Drewski hold that host that journal. Somebody who's taking the social media world by storm, and now we giving them a platform to say, okay. Not only am I famous social media, but I'm, you know, I'm here. What if they did a a, a creator's host where you got Dassey, Drewski, all of the funny dudes on BET kind of have their own little segments of hosting. Okay, yeah. That will be dope to see who we think is funny. Just something on the, on the big stage. Yeah, something more refreshing. Because honestly, it feels, even from the nominees, it just feels very... Y'all went on the TL and just said, okay, who can we nominate? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know why I feel Let's like go that. over some of the uh, nominations. Uh, you got best female R&B slash pop artist. Okay. So they got Ari Lennox, Chloe, Doja Cat, her, Jasmine Sullivan, Mary J. Blige, and Summer Walker. They're going right? to give it to Jasmine Sullivan. They're going to either give it to Jasmine Sullivan or Doja. For hotels again? Jasmine Sullivan for hotels? Well, you, well, technically, it's still kind of... Did she win last year for hotels? She might. I don't know. She won the Grammy for hotels. She won the Grammy for it. Um, I, I think. I like it was a... I think Summer has the newest project. Her put a project out, so her could... Her could... I don't... You know? Mary nah. J? Mary J? For J her put, performance as Monet. No, Mary J put a project out. Oh, yeah, she did. But uh, I don't know. Doja Cat gonna win. Doja might win it. Who knows? Best male R&B pop artist. You got Blast, Giveon, Chris Brown, Lucky Day, The Weeknd, Wizkid, and Blue. Weekend I would give it that. to The Weeknd or Lucky Day. Weekend should win that if it's going to be for After Hours, but Blast is dope. You mean for um, Donovan? Oh, yeah, Donovan, my bad. Yeah, because After Hours was some years ago. But I, I know what you mean. Is the, Dawn F- is the Weekend's tour called... The Dawn FM tour. It's the Dawn FM tour. I think Lucky Day, though, would be the weekend after hours till dawn tour. Oh. That's why I said after hours. My bad. Wow. So he's going to do both. Wow. Oh, that's going to be dope. And, the, and, the, and the, the poster for it was dope. I'm sorry. Let's go weekend. Yeah. But Lucky Day would be a good. I would like to see Lucky Day win it because his album, That Candy Drip, is fire. Breezy is getting ready to drop. So Lucky Day. Breezy's dropping on Friday. He can't really win. He shouldn't even... Let's be honest. Chris Brown shouldn't be nominated for Best Male R&B this year. Yeah. He's about to put out an album now. Doesn't make sense. Give Yon album about to come out now. What is he nominated yeah. for? Heartbreak Anniversary? Yeah, it's like they said, who does R&B? All right, yeah. Let's nominate them folks. The film awards are terrible. Best group is Silk Sonic, Chloe and Haley... Lil Baby and Dirk is not a group. Lil Baby and Dirk, Young Dolphin, Key Glock. Group performance? No, just best group. I guess. And City Girls. Um, best collab was cool, I guess. Go to the film joint. All right, bet. Uh, let me see. Where's the film shit? Just terrible. Oh, video of the year? They got direct video director of the year, which is dope. Yeah, I thought that was cool. But um, where's the film? Best thing? new artist. That's a good one. 
Best new artist, you got Baby Keem, Benny, Lotto, Benny the Butcher, I'm sorry, Lotto, Money Long, Money Long, Thames, Blue. I would love to see Thames get that just because Blue is not a new artist. This nigga made that song with Drake two year, three years ago with uh, India Love. Benny the Butcher is not a new artist. Benny the Butcher. And neither is Lotto, not for Not a real. new artist. Lotto just kind of peaked. Lotto has some hits out, but Lotto done had some hits already. Baby Keem arguably is not a new artist. This nigga just won a Grammy, and he had an album before that. Like, he been around. Tim's should win new artists. Tim's should 100% win. Money Long been a writer for but a look, long time, but Tim's she just been had her first. It's just like, it's just, like, it's just I, I guess. Once you get that mainstream joint. Album of the year, who cares? Bottom line, I wanted to get to the look. Best movie. <laughs> Candyman, King Richard, Respect, um, Summer of Soul, The Heart of They Fall, and Space Jam, A New Legacy. You know what's real? That ain't terrible. King Richard was great. King Richard Respect was, great. was good with Marlon Wayans. Mimi, chill, dog. Look, Respect with the Jennifer Hudson joint was cool. Like, The Heart of They Fall should win. I'm sorry. King Richard, we all know what happened with Will Smith. Y'all are not going to go that route. <laughs> He's not going to be there. They're going to give it to Candyman. They're going to either give it, nah. Come on. Why is Space Jam up here, Terrence? Why? Why? Because LeBron was in it, and it made money. <laughs> and then, look, for the best actor, they said, fuck it. If you was in a movie or a TV show, fuck it. We just going to put it all together. They didn't do best film or best actor in a TV series. They, yeah, they just so you got the guy. nigga from Bel Air, Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Oh my God, <laughs> Anthony Anderson for Blackish. That's how you know this is the BET Awards, and you know him and him and what's his name are probably gonna be y'all like co, like side hosts. They are gonna have him come out and present an award for sure. Then got Forrest Whitaker with a double nomination for his role in Respect slash Godfather of Harlem that ended last year, the year before last. Was this the first BET Awards after COVID? I don't know. But Jabari Banks. He killed it in Bel Air. That would be dope to see that young brother get that. See, I, I just y'all like want to see the youngins get it. Best actor or actress? Best actress. You got Zendaya, Mary J for Monet. I would love to see Mary J win for Monet. Queen Latifah. See, no, Issa see, Rae. this is the problem, Terrence. And I'm not about to read all of these because honestly, it's ridiculous. And then when you get the sports, sports person of the year, in sports man of the year, like, why is LeBron up here? Because LeBron had a, a low-key MVP season. You're tripping. LeBron yeah, should be up here. John ja Morant right, had a great year, but you didn't win. So who should that? There's the nomination. Why is Giannis up here? You got Giannis had also an MVP season, John. Ja like. So why isn't Jason Tatum up here then? Jason Tatum. Whoop all these teams' ass. Yeah, you're right. But they Ben came out with these awards. Nominations. Go up. Terrell don't like the fact that Sha'Carri Richardson is nominated for female. She uh, didn't do shit. She just won a local race. You got smoked by the Jamaicans every time. Y'all got Brittany Griner nominated. Why is Simone Biles up here? Why is Brittany Griner nominated? We trying to free her. Is this like a, you know? They, they, gonna, give it they can give it to her and say, y'all know why she couldn't be here. Three WNBA chicks up there. That's not funny, bro. Free it's Brittany not, Ryan. but low key. Why is Candy Parker WNBA? Uh, Did w they win last year? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. 
It's like, did we nominate the same people? Naomi Osaka's up there for what? Naomi Osaka won the shit. Serena's up there, and she just had a baby and been chilling. I feel like they're just going to nominate Serena every year. It looks like they're saying who's black and does anything, and we're going to nominate them. Simone Biles is up there for what? I don't know. Then we got the BT her joint. All right. Bottom line, it's just we watching the BET Awards for the performances to see who show up. I wish it was way more regal. It should be way more of an upscale, serious thing. It should. It should like, be. it should, I don't know. I'm not going to get on this soapbox like that I used to get on with this. Y'all know how the BET Awards is. It's just a fucking joke. They, they don't nominate the best of the best. It's just like you just... It's almost like the we were left out, so we're going to nominate us awards as opposed to it being actually something of substance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, well, let's not spend too much time on the BET Awards, bro. We've already... I'm done with it. It's... But I 100% agree. It's like... And this is an every year thing. I feel like we have a podcast back when we did BET Awards mm. before. They're giving uh, Diddy the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Jesus Christ. He's probably finding the joint. <laughs> and Jack Harlow is performing. Diddy is getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yep. I'm not And you know Stevie BET Wonder Awards, Stevie man. Wonder still haven't got it. I just don't feel like did y'all see Diddy when he hosted the what? What was it? The Bill Billboard Awards the Billboard, or the VMA? Yeah. Billboard. Diddy, like I just told y'all earlier in this podcast. I don't know what um I don't I don't know. <laughs> do you wanna do a movie suggestion or sports? My movie suggestion of the week is going to be Stranger Things, only because I was told to watch it, and it was amazing. Stranger Things? Yeah. Terrell don't be preparing for the movie suggestion of the week, y'all, obviously. <laughs> he just says, fuck it, what, what, am I, what am I watching? Me. My movie suggestion of the week is going to be that. This the first time this nigga had a movie suggestion. Don't Last do that. week I had a movie suggestion, and you didn't have one, so I had to give two. Okay, the first two weeks you had a movie suggestion. Normally, a black ass doesn't have one. My movie suggestion of the week, The Irishman, Martin Scorsese. Y'all know I've been on a Martin Scorsese kick. I recently rewatched The Irishman. I ain't going to lie. It's three hours and 40 minutes long, and I've already watched it three times. That's ridiculous. Three times I've seen the entire thing. It's crazy because when I watch movies, I just like study. So that movie is just, go back and watch it, y'all. I know some of y'all watched it and probably said, damn, this joint long, but you got Robert De Niro. You got uh, Joe Pesci. Al Pacino um, is basically about the, the story of like Jimmy Hoffa and like the union drivers and, and like the, the mob and mafia back then. It's just such a good fucking movie. All the classic Scorsese people. Harvey right. Gattel. Mm-hmm. You got, I mean, it's just so good. And, you, and it's done by a real one that knows what he's doing behind the camera. I'm not telling y'all to watch no bullshit movie, you know? I'm not telling you to go watch some bullshit. You know, it's on Netflix. This was that $100 million film that Scorsese did in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, turn up, man. Shout out to that movie, The Irishman. I've been listening to the soundtrack all week. Yeah. If y'all want to listen to some different shit, go on your phones and listen to I'm going to tell you exactly what the name of the song is because I literally cannot stop playing this song. It's called uh, In the Still of the Night by the Five Satans. That's just kind of like the, the, the opening song that they use for that movie. I've been listening to that song I listen to it in the gym. Yeah. And when y'all, if y'all go and listen to that song, y'all be like, why the fuck is he listening to this? Like, this dude was like, I know what you probably bumping. You probably bumping that. Yeah, all right. You don't even know I'm listening to 
in the still of the no night. No bullshit. The most crazy shit. And I'm pulling up, listening. I don't give a fuck. Do you know that Hans Zimmer is coming to the uh, motherfucking DC to perform all of his best scores you could buy right now on Fever? That's the thing. You got to go to Dolo. You take your girl. Your girl be asking if she can get. Can we get some food? Can we? Chill. Yeah. <laughs> You take your girl somewhere, and then she be like, oh, I want to go here. I got to go to the bathroom. I want to go over here. Hey, look, I should have never brought your motherfucking ass. No, you got nowhere to go. But that's actually dope. I'm actually going to go listen to that. And big shout out to Rodrigo uh, Prieto. He shot Wolf of Wall Street, shot The uh, Irishman too. It's a beautiful uh, movie. I'm telling you, it's a great movie. Dope. Uh, we got sports? We oh, got no. slight sports, yeah. Slight. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Yo, 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 shout out to the uh Golden State Warriors 2022 NBA champions. All my mm-hmm. Steph Curry fans out there, all my Clay Thompson fans out there, the Draymond haters are sick, but the Golden State Warriors are the NBA champions yet again. A fourth title within That's like right. however many years. Um, y'all know that my pick was the Boston Celtics and my man Jason Tatum. I haven't said anything on Twitter. I've just been quiet. But my man Jason Tatum definitely had a very rough finals. People yep. are saying he's not elite anymore. But look, it's not about him. It's all about my man Steph Curry getting that first finals MVP. I just want to give a big shout out to the Warriors fans out there who've been sticking it with them. man. I, I mean, last year the Warriors did not look that great. For Klay Thompson to come back, the boys to get back together, and they first year all back for real, yeah. go back and do this, I think they definitely etched their names in the history books. And you can't really say shit. Yep. You can't really talk shit on them. We've so. had to, we've had to, they ended up winning that Thursday mm-hmm. night before the podcast came out. Yeah. So we've had the last week to watch them celebrate and get drunk, and it's been dope. Shout out to them. Yeah, but man. guess what? You're not going to win next year because Bron coming back. <laughs> Funny as shit. <laughs> Bron coming back next year. <laughs> But uh, Steph Curry, to me, is a legend, man. He's been a legend. But I think now, more than ever, I think we put respect on that man's name. Nah, for sure. You know, the Curry brand is a brand that I, I support. I follow the Curry brand. I follow his, his, his lady. Just love to see the family. I feel like it's a true privilege that we get to watch him. And one day, I will go see that man play him in person. Next year, I am going to whoever that – I'm going to that Golden State game. Yeah. Because Braun and Curry, I have to see them boys – I can't say that I – those are the players we grew up on, you know? Yeah. To say that you've seen Braun play live, I got to be able to say that. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't see Jordan because I wasn't there for Jordan. I wouldn't even have known what the fuck was going on if I went and play, watched Jordan. Even though I was, I was definitely, I could have. You could have went to go see Wizards, Jordan. Yeah, I could have went and saw Wizards, Jordan. You know, we watched. Mm-hmm. But you might have been too Space young to Jam. appreciate it. Yeah. But as an adult man, to be able to say, I got to see Curry and I got to see Braun, Steph Nam. I want to see Steph Nam. I want to see Draymond. I want to see everybody. So, But I don't want to go watch the Wizards get destroyed by Golden State. I want to go to the Golden State. Uh, Grizzlies game. Yeah, something you know where saying? it's gonna be intense. Man, and fuck they, that. We about to get KD. They said Dejounte Murray get ready to go to the uh, the, the Hawks. The Hawks play with Trey Young. Man. And they said uh, Kyrie might go back out there with Bron. What's up? I don't think that the Warriors have anything to worry about. I think the Warriors gonna be right back in the position they they were in this year, next year. They compete, and like Steph said, when we get to this moment, we know how to win because we've won before. Do you think? That I saw somebody talking about this online. I don't really know that much about, but I know what the outcomes was. 
Do you think that the Heat are just overrated every year and always lose? Somebody said the Heat are the Chargers of the NBA. I think, nah, because think about it. The Chargers not trash. But they're always really good. And but then, then they, they just can't don't, figure it out. They can't finish. Mm-hmm. I think you can make a case and say that. The Chargers are way worse than the Heat. I'm sorry. Heat at least have finals with D-Wade. Chargers, y'all suck. Y'all don't have no rings. Fuck out of here. When I think about the Heat, I'm like, damn, what could the Heat use to get over that hump? I don't, I don't really know. Uh, you know? But I ain't going to get into that. I don't need nobody saying Terrence is a fucking casual. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the NBA draft, believe it or not, is Thursday night. So Friday, if you listen to this, you probably already know who your team got first round. You probably seen the first round picks. This is the first draft, y'all, where I am totally out of the loop as far as who everybody's getting. I know yeah. a couple names. I'm not even going to waste y'all time. But... Youngins changing they 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 histories. They were showing Zion. He was like, you know, mm, this is just a beautiful thing. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I remember these niggas got drafted, and that was like four or three years ago. Three years. At niggas this forget point. that John Morant came into the league with the Dookie braid, with the Dookie dreads. You know, yeah. John Morant was dunking on niggas with the little small Dookie joints. And last year, you know, what I'm saying he's balling. He's got a full head of dreads. So, shout out to the NBA. I think NBA is one of my favorite leagues just ever. They're doing great things. And shout out to Steph Nam. Shout out to them boys, man. Um, and that's, that's pretty much all we got. That's pretty much all we got for the sports. Pretty much all we got for, for 106, man. Turn up, shout out. Everybody that's rocking with us for 106 weeks. Uh, we're trying to bring some different looks to the podcast. Maybe next week. I told Trip, I want to give it a different look. We, I mean, we switched the look one time. I think we can switch the look for maybe just one podcast. You know? Yes. <laughs> to the looking different. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga wanna laugh and shit. That's how y'all know. Nah, you're right though. We'll see what we come up with. Bitch out to everybody, man. Y'all stay safe. COVID is still out there. Just, just, just be safe. <laughs> Mask up.